Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover the personal journeys behind their work. Explore options from indie to traditional publishing and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. I'm Catherine Musso. This is a show about talking about the fact of writing books and all those wonderful things that you may have in your mind and in your heart, but possibly not on the page. So part of what we want to do is help you discover the processes that writers use to actually get those books. And in this case today, we're going to talk about writing for newspaper, for print, for journalism, I, I should say. Um, and my guest is Sarah Ladick. Sarah, welcome to Let's Thank Get you. Writing. Thanks for having me. Oh, a pleasure. You are the editor of Central Voice, I which am. is our paper here in central Newfoundland. Yep. And I thought, what a great opportunity to delve into your thoughts on, on writing in this kind of media. Right. And I had lots of uh, questions and so on. But Sarah, yourself, how did you choose journalism? Um, well, my, my, my answer that, to that question, because a lot of people ask, um, is it chose me. Mm -hmm. That was really, um, so I was doing uh, double degrees in journalism and history when I was in university. And after university, I, I knew, you know, I've always been good with words. That's always been where I knew I was headed. Um, but after university, I didn't want to wait tables anymore. And there was this job that came up in the Northwest Territories and I applied on it on a whim. And a couple of hours later, I was hired and I packed my car and I <laughs> left for the Northwest Territories. And, you know, not really expecting for it to be a career, not expecting it to not be a career, mm -hmm. but also just, you know, didn't have too many expectations. And it's, uh, it's been about eight years now. And, and, and here, here we are. are. And here <laughs> you are in Central Newfoundland. But you know, Sarah, I've, I've, I mean, I've done some writing for a paper yeah. myself, um, internally within corporations and also for provincial papers, although not in Newfoundland. And you know, I, I was always uptight writing for papers because I, I thought this is so immediate, it's so out mm. there. If you're working on a book, it's behind the scenes, you yourself and I, and you're, mm -hmm. you're there in a room and you, you get to read your material so many times before you, you put it out there. Mm -hmm. And I think putting it out there sometimes is one of the hardest things for a writer to do right. initially. Yeah. But with journalism, your stuff is out there all the time. So, uh, you know, how did you find that <laughs> when you started? Um, the thing, that I had a great editor when I started up in the Northwest Territories, um, and he really said to me, because I was hoarding, like I would hoard stories until mm -hmm. the very last minute before deadline, and I'd you know, just really trying to work them and make them perfect and, you know, uh, questioning every single word, every single sentence. And he just said to me, that's not what this is. This mm -hmm. is not, that's not the kind of writing that, you, that we do here. Um, you know, you have to trust the team. You have editors, you have editors, you have page, page layout people, you have several layers of editors. Uh, for more complicated stories, you maybe have a legal department. <laughs> like, you know? Always lovely. <laughs> you know, I love the legal department, but I feel like I would like more input from them on everything. Um, but that's just it, right? Like you have to trust in the process. So, you know, the thing that I put together, I hope it's as clear and good as, as it mm -hmm. can be. Um, but I also know that if it's not, I have X number of people who Where work with me who mm -hmm. will be like, hey, that paragraph is weird or hey, you know, they'll catch my spelling mistakes, they'll catch the problems. Um, 
So, and, and now as an editor, I am one of those people for other people, <laughs> so for my reporters. And the, the one that they sometimes probably say, oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Look what she wants me to do. I just I have like pet peeves about specific words, Mm -hmm. so I'm always like, you can't use that word. And they're like, but it's a fine word. But you're the editor. (laughs) (laughs) We don't use the word impacted. (laughs) Here you go. Pet peeve. Overused, perhaps. (laughs) I just, I yeah. It's just I don't like it. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of of newspaper (laughs) writing, though, that's just it. You mentioned editor. Editor comes up with everyone I speak with right you know if it's writing a book or, or whatever in the case of a book it really is a dedicated editor mm-hmm. and it's a longer process but with newspaper writing it's kind of interesting to hear the old editor comes up comes right up yeah no it's interesting um and I would say that I don't have a good answer people ask me like so what does an editor do and I'm like, I, I don't know you know there's it's it's a wide range of things I would say that mostly we talk Mostly, you know, it's before mm-hmm. the story happens, before anybody has written anything. You know, we have a conversation about how we're going to approach things, about who's going to be the sources, about who we can get at. And then in newspaper writing, because we do have deadlines, because of the, the, you know, the, the nature, nature of the beast, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you can't get your first top three picks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I have a story and I need to talk to, I know, like, you know, kind of three sectors of people, um, maybe those first three people won't get back to me. <laughs> so, that's possible. Right? I mean, that it's likely, possible. right? That mm-hmm. is, that's mm-hmm. sort of just the, the reality of the, of the job. So, you know, you always, it's a lot of problem solving. It's a lot of like, okay, that didn't work. What else can we do? Um, and so that's, problem solving is really how I see my job. Like that's, it's more yeah. about that. And then, you know, it's a pleasure once I get to deal with like the actual copy, like the written text is always just, you mm-hmm. know, that's once we're there, we're, we're well, it's always go. easier once you have something in front of you. Yes. And that's the same old thing. Just get, get, something yes. down yeah. it, it even applies in this it, it, it has to it right has to. you know um i wrote it down somewhere there's this amazing article uh and it's on the atlantic website and it's by megan can i just can i look sorry sure you can this look <laughs> i wrote it down to That's make sure that i could it. get yeah it so much crap. <laughs> yeah indeed so i totally wrote things down let's see oh, i should have highlighted it or something oh, well. it was embarrassing oh, Okay, so it's an article by Megan McArdle in The Atlantic called Why Writers Are the Worst Procrastinators. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's quite long, and I go back and I read it every few months because it just really speaks to me and my soul. Um, And what she really, what I, my takeaway from the article is, you know, you can be a genius in your head. Like, you know, you can have the most beautiful thing written, whether it's a book, whether it's an article, whether, you know, anything. But if it's not out on paper, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, if you can't translate it from your head to, to, to some form of no, a written true. document, it's, it's then... It's just like your little reminder email to me. Catherine, did you send those questions? Did I miss We have been having problems like with our server. No, Sarah, not at all. I hadn't done them right. yet. You know, so if it's not out on paper, it doesn't matter. Exactly. It really, it doesn't. And so journalism, for me, mm-hmm. um, has really encouraged me, like I was saying with, my, with, my, with that first editor of mine, um, you know, it just makes you do it. It just makes you hammer it out and maybe it's not pretty, maybe it's not good, maybe it's not, you know, the picture that you had of it in your head, um, but it, it exists and it's there and it's going out to the world and that's, that's all the writing can do. <laughs> you know? It is, but you know, Sarah, it, it kind of brings this up again to me. Yeah. As writers, sometimes we, words are our tools, they're yes. our music notes, yes. they're everything, so yep. we caress them and we massage mm-hmm. them and it goes here, it goes there, and in our minds we think it reads better this way than that Absolutely. way and so on. Yeah. But when you're writing for print and deadline, you don't have all that time to 
crucified yeah. in your documents. So, I mean, does it lead to good writing habits, or is, is it one of these things where just get it done mentality? I mean, right. what's, what's the story I mean, on that? For me, it kind of depends on the assignment, like on the article. So mm -hmm. um, I wrote a story that came out a couple of weeks ago about Little Bay Islands and their resettlement process. Mm -hmm. Was it going to happen? It's not going to happen. The town's in limbo. And I took weeks to do that. Like I was, I was in Little Bay Islands at the beginning of September, and the article came out at the beginning of November. <laughs> like, right. That's how you know. And it's not like I was working on it every day um, in in that two month period. But uh, you know, it was. That's a long that window. That is a long for window. For journalism in general, yes. absolutely, especially a newspaper. Like for mm -hmm. a magazine, it's a bit different. Yes. But but for a newspaper, absolutely. Um, so I really took the time. Like it took me a long time to write it. It took me a long time to edit it, and then it went to a couple of other editors, and they really worked on it. So, so for that, like there is scope for that in some stories. So that was a, a you know, a beautiful article. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it went well. Yeah, it was. Um, go ahead, you finish your thought, and I'll right. have my. Turn. So I was just saying yeah. that the kind of the flip side of that is the news that you turn around quicker, and. I would say I haven't written a book, so I certainly can't speak to that, and I haven't written creatively since I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, there are certain style, I guess, guides for journalism that make it easier. Like it's not an art; it's a trade, right? So it makes it easier to crank out that story and not worry too much about massaging it because you know that it's doing its job. Like it's clear, it's concise, it's correct, um, and after that style matters. I don't want to say less because obviously I think mm -hmm. I think that correct and clear and concise is a style. And so that's important but you know you're not so worried about word placement and about like as long as everything is clear as long as everything is correct we're good to go. Well so. the motivation that you know in, in certain ways okay take your Little Bay Island story you worked on that a lot went into it I'm sure you spoke to people yes. you got a feel for their community yeah. and a sense of their values and so on so you've written it Somebody reads it and then it's in the recycling bin. You know, <laughs> how does that feel? I mean, how does that keep, keep right. you? Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think, well, I spent so much time, but where's my article? It's not going to be on anyone's bookshelf. I'm not going to lie to you. Frankly, usually it's a relief because mm -hmm. you're done. Okay. You know, and that is a, that's when I worked at a daily, that was one of the things that I just absolutely adored that at the end of every day, I was done. And, and you get to go home and not think about your story anymore. And, and, that is a luxury that often I don't have. I know, I, I'm sure other journalists are better at kind of separating their work-life mm -hmm. balance, but mm -hmm. I'm certainly not. Um, so uh, one of the papers that I worked for in the Northwest Territories, the, the guy who founded it, the original motto of the newspaper in Latin was something to the effect of um, today's newspaper, tomorrow's toilet paper. So taking it one up from the fish wrapper. <laughs> uh, and I just love that. Yeah. I love it so much. And I think that, you know, the, the value for me in news and mm -hmm. in newspaper and in media in general, you know, what we're doing here today is that it's a community experience. Like it's a group effort, right? Like mm -hmm. X number of people read or watch or listen or whatever it is. Um, and then that maybe sparks some discussion somewhere else. And maybe, you know, you're at the Tim Hortons lineup and you're talking about it with whoever's behind you or whatever it is, you know, and that's the value in it as opposed to um, I would say it's like a more one-on-one -on -one relationship with books, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have books, like you're saying, like I keep them on my shelf and I reread the passages and, you know, I would say that those big communal experiences of literature are a lot more rare. So like you know, your Harry Potters, your, your mm -hmm. big bestsellers, that kind of thing, which are beautiful and don't get me wrong. I love those things too. Um, but I think that journalism just by nature and news by nature is, is a bit more fleeting and it's a bit more uh, communal. 
And so, and, and I, I get what you're saying with communal. Does that make it, sense? Sorry, yeah, I don't quite know how to explain that. Well, I, I think what you're saying is it's a little in touch with the community. It's yeah. there. You have a thought. It's quick. It's fast-paced. Get yeah. it done. Get it out. And get it pretty right. <laughs> I mean, this is always... <laughs> It's always the did, goal. You did mention the legal department, <laughs> right? And uh, you know that is kind of an important point Absolutely. when you're writing certain things. People can yeah. be touchy. Yeah, for sure, as they should be, you know. And and um, I feel like I don't get enough complaints about stories, you right? Do not say that. No, I love it. I love angry letters. Oh my goodness, please, please, world, send me angry letters. There's nothing I like better in this world. And you like angry I letters? I do because. Not only does it mean that somebody's reading the paper, mm -hmm. it means that they're engaging with it on a level that isn't just accepting it, right? And that's mm -hmm. what I want. I mean, news is all about asking questions. It's all about finding the hole and being like, ah, what's going on there? So I want the readers to be doing that too. And the only way that newspapers work, the only way that I think any media works is if there's buy-in, if there's that participation. Because like, otherwise, it's just me and a couple of dudes shouting out. And, you know? and not, not too <laughs> exciting. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm right, or I think, you know, like our approaches are valid, but it's always good to hear, uh, you know, critique and comment and like, oh, you should have spoken to this person or, oh, what about this thing? Um, Do you find you get a lot of that in, in, in journalism? It comes in waves. It comes in waves. You know, mm -hmm. I would say that there are, there are some times when um, it's, it's a little bit heavier, and there have certainly been some times in my, in my life where, like, I'm not proud of it, but, as, you know, you go home and you're hurt by it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, well, you know? That was my next question. Yeah. So has it ever shattered your confidence in what you're doing or how you feel about I mean, it's, you know, there are times when you can make horrendous mistakes. Right. Everyone does. You're yeah. not, you're not going to sail through anything without, totally. at some point, yeah. offending someone. Yeah. And yeah. So, so how do you pick yourself up from Several that? responses to that. A, oh, okay. in this job, if you're not offending someone, you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. Right? Like if you're just making everybody happy, that's advertising, um, which is not the goal of the newspaper, or not the goal of my role in a newspaper anyway. Um, how do you pick yourself? Like you just do, you know? Like you just, you just throw a bit of a thicker skin. Uh, the reality is that everybody's got bad days. Mm -hmm. And when my bad days happen, they go out to 30,000 homes. Yes. <laughs> like the evidence of that just gets brought to your door. So <laughs> that's, that's tough sometimes. Um, but you know, you just, you deal. You have, you have friends, you have colleagues that, you know, it happens to everybody. And it really, it comes back to the team as mm -hmm. well, right? That mm -hmm. I was talking about before, they have to trust in the process. Right. Um, you know, the number of huge mistakes that I've made that have been caught by somebody else, right? Yeah. Like, well, so, it's so many, many layers to go through, which exactly. is kind of a good thing. But Hugely when, when it's thing. so fast and you know mm -hmm. there's deadlines, it, it at times it's hard. You know, it's hard to for everything. It's just let's get it done. Let's get it yeah. done. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there's never. If I'm worried, if anybody is worried, and I say this like about mm -hmm. the news in general, mm -hmm. if you're worried it's not right, there's no reason to publish. You know, like if you're worried about it, hold the story. And that's always, you know, there's nothing worth putting out something big and wrong and damaging. Mm -hmm. um, Which is easy, it. easy, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, and it's so easy say. now. And it's so easy now, right? Like one click and you hit publish yes, and off it goes. Yes, and off and it goes. Like, and and there's no taking that back. Well, right? People know that from yeah. Facebook, Instagram, you name it. They know that once it's out there, it's never pulled yeah. back. It's out there and it's not out there just 
you can say, oh, well, it's here in our central Newfoundland area, but it's right. on, on, oh, on the web anywhere. and it's, yeah. it's everywhere. And forever, right? Like, we don't know. We don't, we're not into they this say. web phenomenon long yeah. enough to know what the archives look like, right? Yeah, it's going to so. be interesting 100 years from now. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's job. Exactly. <laughs> we'll just need to go through, like, the Glad Central Voice articles. <laughs> but, Good luck know, to you, sir. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, what makes a good journalist uh, what kind of attributes do you feel curiosity oh. obviously would be yeah. one I think I mean one of the things that we're talking about in the industry right now and that I think that we should be talking about even more is mm -hmm. um, newsrooms are not particularly diverse right mm -hmm. um, and that's a huge problem they need to be they need to be more diverse the fact that um, in some respects a white girl like myself counts Mm -hmm. as a diverse newsroom is a huge problem, right? Like yeah, that's not, that's I would not identify myself as, as that kind of hire. Um, so I don't think that there's any kind of one thing mm -hmm. that makes a good journalist. I wouldn't want to uh, put anybody off mm -hmm. thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like the more, the more representative our newsrooms are, the better the news is going to be. And that's just well, That's there's, you know, planet. there's so many different perspectives which yes. come with multiculturalism. Exactly, yeah. So you're right, I hadn't thought about yeah. that. But mm -hmm. I mean, in general, yes, absolutely, you have to be curious. You have to be game to ask those questions, right? Like, mm -hmm. you can't just kind of sit back and absorb things um, and not come back at them. So uh, I tell people I'm, a, I'm not a super fun person to have a, as a friend because I'm quite nitpicky. So if you tell me that something happened on Tuesday and then the next day you come back and you tell me that it happened on Monday, I'm not going to be mad, but I'm going to be like, oh, but you said it happened on Tuesday. Okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> and it's not, it's not me trying to be a jerk. It's just, it's just uh, yeah, like your brain starts kind of working that way, yeah. right? Um, so, so, yeah, that kind of attention to detail and that just general curiosity about the world and about mm -hmm. life and about how we're interacting uh, with the world. I mean, that's really... Do you know, Sarah, do you see kind of uh, journalism and, and the social media kind of together? How do you see oh that God. blend? Uh, I don't have everyone's a clear a, answer. It depends a, on the day. <laughs> everyone's a journalist. Everyone's, everyone's a journalist. Everyone's and, and a lot yeah. of the media outlets now actually um, rely on the general public. Absolutely. Sometimes they're up before a journalist would be up. 100%. I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, they don't have any experience. They're just right. going to say, this, <laughs> this is the way. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I think that, like, like anything, social media, and just the internet in general, but social media is just so much power, you mm -hmm. know? And so, so like any power, it can be used for good, it can be used for bad, there's lots of gray areas. We are, you know, as a society, I think that we're really still just grappling with what this looks like, right? Mm -hmm. um, the fact that it has become, you know, the public square that, that we talk about, um, you know, it's a lot of change, it's, a, it's very different, but overall, I don't think that it's something to be mad or sad or happy about, it just is. Right, mm -hmm. like you just it figure is. out how to work within it. Um, personally, I think it's great that people have this huge platform. You know, I think that it's really it's opened up a lot of doors for people who weren't being paid attention to by the mainstream media, who aren't still being paid attention mm -hmm. to. You know, like Idol No More, that was that was a huge social media thing. Um, the the pipeline um, mm -hmm. in North Dakota, huge social media thing, long before anybody turned a television camera, anybody sent a reporter down there. So, so I think that there's, it's are really they, important, they, it's good. Are they, yeah, are they scooping you in this? I mean, are you, do you feel like you're chasing behind right. social media trends? Sometimes. Most, there sometimes. are some stories that I see, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, we need that. Yeah, um, we need it, but has it already been done? Right. How do, how do you tackle it, or how do you not be influenced? I think you make those choices kind of on a, on a 
like as you go basis, right? Mm -hmm. Like it depends on the story. But I think that in our media diet, we need a variety of things, right? So uh, yeah, absolutely. We totally need that, that social media side of things. We need that kind of on the ground, people reporting for themselves. Um, and that's, that's beautiful. But, and I mean, obviously I'm biased, obviously I'm gonna say this because this is my profession, but mm -hmm. I think that you also need the people who are trained, who do this professionally. And it's not, it's not that I have skills that other people don't have. It's not that I have know-how that other people don't have. Um, it's that I have time. Mm -hmm. Like I am paid to do this all day. And so, you know, when people ask me like, what is journalism? I often kind of reduce it to, I'm a professional citizen. Mm -hmm. I, not everybody goes to court or not everybody goes to count town councils and pays attention to what's going on. No. But I'm paid to, <laughs> that is so my you job. Are, you are the voice. Actually, this brings me to something that I, you know, I, I, I worked um, on the other side where I was a right. spokesperson for a corporation and some difficult interviews at times and I was the person that was mm. out there. But I felt sometimes like journalists had the story written before they even interviewed me. Can I did like right. I said, this is I, I knew my I knew my journalists yeah. I knew how they were going to approach this right. I thought like there, there's not going to be anything nice there's nothing mm -hmm. I can say that this person's point of view I mean did I imagine that I mean and, and where's the professionalism you know yeah you know, what is your role in, in that sort of thing you have opinions this is tricky sure yeah it's tricky you have opinions and yeah. you have things that are close to you and you think about how do you make fair journalism from that? I think part of that does go back to having more diverse newsrooms, having more, mm -hmm. more people who are able to come at things from different perspectives. But I do, I wanna push back against this, you know, uh, I'm never going to a press conference or whatever with my opinion on my sleeve, right? Like mm -hmm. I am there to get the best answers for the questions that I think are in the public's best interest, right? Like that, that's what I'm there for. Um, and like I said, I can't speak for all journalists. I don't know who was there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that they all share what you say, but ideally, yeah. an open, an open, objective mind. Sure. Unless I think, okay, so so we can talk about this objectivity. It's a great goal. We should mm -hmm. all absolutely be striving for it. But I think that everybody just needs to realize that that's not is a it thing boring that we're news? Get. Is it boring news? I mean, do we like to see right. that, that becomes well, an then, editorial? Then? Yeah, exactly. So right? so we have, and I think okay. that the advantage um, of <laughs> a website or a physical newspaper over some of the social media stuff is that, you know, we very clearly delineate what is reporting and what is opinion. Mm -hmm. So if you have a columnist, if you have an editorial, if you have, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like, or a letter to the editor, that goes in the opinion pages. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then reporting goes in the other pages. So, you know, media literacy does come into it, right? Like, that's how we approach things. Um, yeah, I mean, all I can say, I know, that objectivity, right? Like, we should be better at it. We should all be better at it. Well, that was a question that, I mean, because we do have feelings. And of course. You, you can't be objective from those, but sometimes technically with that type of job, you have to be. Absolutely, yeah. and you do step away from it. Sorry, I don't yeah. want to make it sound like none of us are objective and we just don't mm. care. No, like, we, you know, we work very hard to take yourself out of it, to take yourself out of the story. And, and if you don't, there's an editor. There's an editor, and you know what, even before that, like, you know, you could, you, uh, there are some stories, there are mm -hmm. some topics that I just don't do. Mm -hmm. Like, I pass them off to somebody else because I know that I can't be uninvolved. Like, I know that I can't go mm -hmm. in there, N not unfair, like, not that I'm gonna go in and be unfair, but just that I don't wanna risk it, right. you know? I don't wanna 
Sarah, does the well ever run dry? I mean, how, how no. often do you have to come up with your own ideas? How often do they come to you? It's not creative writing. So it's not. No. <laughs> so, do you ever have days like that as a journalist? Absolutely. I mean, slow news days absolutely exist, right? We're mm -hmm. kind of kicking around. Being like, Anything. Anyone. <laughs> your worst nightmare. <laughs> I would say it doesn't, it doesn't happen a whole bunch. Um, you know, I think that there's always something to talk about. There's always something interesting. And I know for myself, and I always encourage my reporters, when you start feeling a little bit bogged down, like anybody, we fall in ruts, right? Mm -hmm. Like any writer, mm -hmm. you do fall into a creative rut. But I think that part of the advantage of being a journalist is that you don't have time to mess around in that rut, right? Okay. It's not like you can just walk away from it and be like, oh, I guess I'll come back when I have inspiration. Like, no, you still have a deadline that day. So, so you're going to have to find it. Um, and I think that that's not a bad thing. Not a bad overall. thing because procrastination is a huge is a huge right. issue in the writing world. Absolutely. We all hear that. Yeah, I mean, all artists, right? Like, we're just waiting for that perfect thing to just manifest itself. And, and yeah, journalism shows you that it's not going to. You have to work at it. Like, you have to do the thing. Um, so, so, yeah, so sometimes we fall into ruts. But I think that there's always more stories to be told out there. There's always something, you know, to maybe revisit if you're, yeah, you know. Yeah, revisit. Like, do you feel ever um, that you feel isolated? Because now there's not the same newsroom that you walk into, you know. Right. You know. You work more in isolation. Again. Yeah. Is it more through um, online now? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking with my guys every day, all mm -hmm. day, probably mm -hmm. too much, they would tell you. They say, just let me just leave me alone and let me do my work. Um, but, but I think, you know, we are still a really strong team. And, but mm -hmm. yeah, indeed, like we're not all in a bullpen together. No, you're using yeah, that Yeah, we're chatting, we're calling. It is a little different. Um, I've only worked in a couple of newsrooms that, that were a bullpen as opposed to me kind of out by myself doing my own thing. Um, and I liked it. I love that energy. You know, it's really important. It's really easy to just kind of like poke your head up and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this line, guys?" I know um, it's a very cool oh, energy, but it does. But it almost really doesn't exist anymore. No. I mean, I, I can't speak to that. That's not that's not a thing that I know. Yeah. Um, Maybe I mean, in bigger newsrooms, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the St. John's Telegram yeah. has a bullpen, right? Yeah. Like they're all they're all in an office together. Um, so so it does still exist. But I think that part of the challenge of this new journalism model is that we do need to figure out ways to recreate yes. that team feeling, that team approach to things. Well, Sarah, hopefully we've, we've thrown out a lot of information I to hope people so, who yeah. are maybe <laughs> thinking about this line of work and how it's evolved. Yeah. If they ever want to reach you, how do they do that? What's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, email me. So mm -hmm. editor at thecentralvoice.ca is, is the, the kind of easiest way. You can follow me on Twitter. I oh, tweet yeah, what's once your every never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could go into Now that, that brings up a whole other question as to I'm you know, not everybody. concise and short. Right, and which is great. Yeah, yeah no, you got to... Wouldn't it be your thing? It, but I just, I don't know. I, I spend all my words in the newspaper, and after that, I'm, I have no more words. <laughs> I don't think so, Sarah. I think you would always, I think you would always, always more have words, words to share. But I, I, you know, I so appreciate you coming in and letting me kind of pick your mind about these things. And, yeah. and, and hopefully we'll have some people who do, uh, if they have questions, they want to know more about do. this line yeah, of work. And maybe shout. we'll have an editorial <laughs> <laughs> on it down the road. That'd be perfect. It's been really great chatting with you as well, especially because you do have that background in PR too, right? Like we're kind of flip sides well, of the Well, we are flip sides yeah, of the coin. And so, and but it's, yeah, yeah, it's been lovely. It's been great. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank and, you. And let's hope that we get some people writing and submitting so to too, your paper. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. Cheers.
Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.